0: Praise God. I'd like to welcome everyone this morning. If you are a guest today, we are very happy to have you in service today. And in fact, if this is your first time or if it's your second time, we invite you to stop by the back uh, corner, my right, back right. And uh, we have a small token of appreciation to give you for being here today. Just to let you know we're thankful You were with us. If you're watching us online today, wherever you're joining us from, we pray that you are blessed by this service today as well. It's good to have all of our kids in service with us this morning. I realize they probably prefer to be in Sunday school, but I enjoy having them with us every now and then in our services. Amen. Praise God if you will permit me to start off a little bit different this morning I will promise. I promise you I will read some scriptures, okay? But I would like to begin without a verse per se so You may be seated praise God there are many messianic promises in the old testament numerous places we find promises of a coming messiah things that are foretold about him that we can then see fulfilled in the life of jesus which is why we are here today and believe that he is the messiah A couple of us believe that today. We believe that he is. Some of them, perhaps, these promises in the Old Testament are a little less known than others. We find a passage such as Isaiah 53, where basically the whole passage talks about the Messiah, the coming of the Messiah other places. I think the one, to me, that if I was listing the most notable, the most known promises of the Messiah in the Old Testament, I think the one that I would say, which is a very familiar verse, is Isaiah 9 and 6. There are some descriptions in this verse of what he would be. Of who he would be. It says that he would be called and the King James kind of breaks this up. Most other translations don't break it up into two. The King James, there is a comma after wonderful but most translations, wonderful is an adjective of counselor. He would be the Wonderful counselor. The, not a, but the mighty God. The everlasting father and the the prince Prince of of peace. Peace. (laughs) That That pretty pretty much much summarizes anything and everything you will ever need in this life. He will be your wonderful counselor. He is the mighty God. I like the way the psalmist says it. I I, I like throughout the psalms, you will find this, this term several times in the description of him. Where the psalmist just finally says, you are the most high. <laughs> so whatever's going on. Whatever's taking place in my world or the world, whatever chaos and confusion and trouble there is, you are the most high. That means you're not under anything. You're not subject to anything. You are not influenced by anything. You're not a victim of anything. You, you are not defeated by anything. You are most high you've ever had the experience of sitting in an airplane on a rainy, overcast, dreary day, it can be somewhat depressing. Of course, I don't. I think we need. I don't know why we always think rain and clouds are so depressing. We don't. We couldn't live without them. Huh. Sunny days we always call beautiful days and rainy days we always call them dreary days. Let me tell you something, that dreary day is a significant source of your life. Don't mistake the dreary days of your life symbolically, figuratively, that it's just a dreary day. That could be the very time. is providing some things to sustain you that you're going to need on the sunny days. Because if you didn't have the rain and the water from the rainy days, you wouldn't have the ability to survive the heat of the sunny days. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Notice where David said he restores my soul. He doesn't restore my soul on the mountaintop in the midst of victory and exaltation, but he restores my soul in the midst of the valley, in the midst of my difficulties and troubles and in the midst of the things that are going on in my life that I don't want to go on in my life. That's where he restores. The psalmist said he is a very present help in trouble. Oh, I feel a little preach here this morning. I didn't know if I would or not, but I feel it a little bit right now. He is a very present help in trouble. We want to stay out of trouble, and when we stay out of trouble, we stay away from God. Oh, I'm not talking about the trouble you cause by your bad choices. I'm talking about trials and tests and tribulations and adversity that we face in life. Those are the places that God is waiting on us and he said he is a very present help. The king said I thought we threw three men in the fire but I'm counting and I find four there and there's something about the fourth man that's a little bit different than the other three. Sometimes it's not until you get in the midst of your fire that God shows up the mighty God Uh, the everlasting father everlasting father I know some of you don't want God to be your father Because you're still holding on to stuff from your natural father. And so you'll take him being your God and your Lord and your master over you will him being your father. Oh, hallelujah. All kind of stuff popping up that wasn't in the notes today. I'll take a wonderful counselor. I'll take the mighty God. I'll even take the Prince of Peace. But I just don't know about needing that father part. We got kids in here this morning, so I shouldn't say it this way, but I just can't think of a better way. My father was a jerk, so I don't want God as a father. You need need to let that go. Excuse the grammar, because there ain't no father. Like the everlasting father. There's no father like that father. No, no, that doesn't mean he always does what I want the way I want him to because that's what a good father is. Not someone that always does what you want and gives what you want. But a good father knows when to say no. And a good father knows when you got to suffer and go through some difficulty. So I'm not saying he'll do everything you want the way you want, but he is the father of fathers. And he is the prince of peace. You can't buy peace. You can't smoke it. You can't drink it. You can't inject it. You can't wear it. You can't drive it. You can't live in it. You can't go to it. But the Prince of Peace said, I'm not just going to be with you. I won't just be an external source of peace. But if you let me, I'll be in you. old song says, my soul's been anchored. The billows may roll. The breakers may dash. I should not stray because he holds me fast. So dark a day with the clouds in the sky, but I know it's all right because Jesus is mine. My soul is anchored. I've got some peace, not just that I get from external things. I I don't get my peace from what the news says. I, I don't get my peace from who is or who will be the president. I don't get my peace from any of those things. My peace comes from the Prince of Peace. Message Bible says he's the amazing counselor, the amazing counselor, the amazing counselor. I just like the way that sounds. The amazing counselor. I, I, I've tried to, I've tried to talk to people in counseling settings, and I got to work hard to try to figure out and discern. Be sensitive to not just what is being said, but trying to be sensitive to the leading of the Spirit. Because I am not a therapist, I am a preacher. And my trust is not in man's thinking and man's ways. My trust is in the all-knowing, omnipresent, omniscient God. That He knows exactly what the problem is and the solution is. So I have to listen and I have to ask questions and try to figure out and discern the problem and then come up with some guidance on what to do. But the wonderful, amazing counselor, before you ever sit down in his office to tell him what the problem is, already knows what the problem is. Not only does he know the answer and the solution, he knows the outcome of the situation. That's a pretty amazing counselor. Strong God. Strong God. Not a God. Not just a God, but the strong God. He is the eternal Father. I I like the way the Message Bible says the third one. The Prince of Wholeness. The Prince of Wholeness. When you're whole, you see things different. When you're whole, you perceive things different. When you're whole, you feel different. When I'm not whole, somebody can look at me and I interpret it one way. When I'm whole, they can spit at me. The prince of wholeness. What else do you need? Tell me today, what else do you need? Any of those things can meet what you have need of. Any of those things can deal with whatever it is you're facing. Did you notice that we started in the middle of the verse? Anybody notice that? We just started with what he is. It also says the government shall be upon his shoulder. We skipped that part. But it's really the first part. I I hope the Lord will help me in the next couple of minutes to get this out the way I feel it inside. In fact, I'll give you a little bit of context of, of, of where this comes from. I don't, some of you have heard me say this before, I, 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 don't, I don't have a set day of the week where I sit down for sermon preparation. I don't have a day of the week where I, I had somebody stop by to drop off some literature several months ago and I was in my office and I think it was actually a Friday and, and they walked in and the guy kind of goes, uh, I know what you're doing today, aren't you? meaning you're you're preparing for your Sunday sermon. No, actually I'm not. And the big problem is I don't just have one to prepare for. There's two of them. Last week, last Sunday, I think it was about 12 o'clock Saturday night, 11 o'clock Saturday night when I got my direction. I, I don't know what he's trying to teach me. I wish we could get through it so he can start telling me on Monday. So I say all that to be defensive cuz it was Friday night this week. <laughs> we 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 were sitting Sister Diane Thompson invited our family over for dinner and I I commend her for that cuz that's 6 6 miles to feed. She invited us over for dinner and We had finished eating, we were sitting there and just talking. And she's been coming here for a long time, Brother Daryl. And she told something I had never heard. I had never heard her story. I had never heard about some things that had happened to her. And, And as she was talking and sharing that, and sharing what was a part of the process of her coming to God, I I really can't even, I don't think I can totally explain to you why. But out of nowhere, the first couple of words of this verse just jumped into my, my mind, my spirit. For unto us. For unto us, who is us? Who does us leave out? Who is excluded by us? Who's the us? Some words just sound interesting. I think us is one of them. Who, who's the us? For unto us. I think the us is whoever reads or quotes the verse. Oh, it's, it's, it's got to get out better. It's got to get out better because your blank stares tell me it's not. Whoever, whoever reads it. Whoever says it, that's that's who the us is. I, I think the thing that was what I was getting and what I'd so like to try the Lord to get across here this morning is that this is so inclusive. And there really is nothing else in the world like it. Because you can't say of everything, it's for us. You can't say of just anything, it's for us. It's for me. But the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace is for us. If you're a Jew, you're a part of the us. But if you're like most of us here today as a Gentile, you are also a part of the us. Because wherever you are, whatever your circumstances are, whatever the situations of your life may be, it is for us. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There are some things, depending where you are, they're not for you. There's, there's a few folks in this place today, I could, I could gift you with one of these. It would do you no good. You might learn to make a phone call. You might learn to make a phone call. But beyond that, this isn't for us. It's for some. I know a few folks still got a flip phone. With the sun in. Where's Brother Walt? Trust this morning. Brother Walt. Brother Walt's got one. I don't know of anybody that's more proud of theirs than Brother Walt is of his. Not everything's for us. Not everything is beneficial to everyone. But the wonderful Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, The Prince of Peace is for us. You may have come in here today homeless. Or you may have left a multi-million dollar residence to come to service this morning. It's for us. You might be driving a brand new fancy car this morning. Or you may have had to hitch a ride this morning just to get here. Or you might have even walked to get here. It's for us. Oh, Jesus. You may be educated today. You might have as many degrees as a thermometer does. You may not have any degrees. You may not even have a GED. It's for us. For us. The ability of God to adapt Himself to anyone. Oh, let's be honest. We've all been in situations where we've tried to connect with people, but they were just so different from us. Their, their background, their, 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 their experience, their life, their interests were just so different that it was hard to You had to work to connect, but for everyone, he says unto you, is born the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. For unto us, for unto us, to the wise men who had heard about him. And traveled from afar to find him. To the lowly shepherds that were out in the field. Unto us is born this day in the city of David. I I think part of the problem is we've gotten so numb by religion. That we miss how personal the wonderful counselor is. The mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. I, I, guess, I guess part of why I think this just jumped at me as Sister Diane was telling her story. Was, was seeing how that God became what she needed. He became what she needed. And he becomes what you and I need. Oh, Jesus. Matthew 1 and 20. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife. Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. God with us. God with us. God God. God With us. God. With us. God. Not a God. Not a man made God. The God. With us. God. With us. There are, there, are, there are individuals, depending on your likes and interests in life, there are individuals that if they walked into this room right now, you would, your knees would go weak, your stomach would flutter because of who is here. And then if they happen to walk in and, and, and come sit down right beside you, You, you you probably wouldn't know how to contain yourself. A celebrity, a politician, a, some kind of star, man-made, man-created star. A bunch of you acting pretty mature right now, but you know it's true. If we found the right one, brought them in here and they sat by you, And, and you would, you would think, so and so with me. Such and such a person with me. I, I was, I was, we were, Timothy and I forget who else was in the car. One or two of the other kids, may have been two more, I don't know. Four of them, you just kind of, you don't know. We were driving down 50 about a year or so ago. I'm in, I think, the inside lane. There's a black Chevrolet Suburban, I think is what it was. I'm driving, and I look over. Ah, I heard the angelic course. The one person that if I've ever had as a sports figure hero, which wasn't that, but if there was ever one that was, was right there in the next lane. I mean, the next lane. We're on 50 together. We are driving to... We're hanging out for a few seconds. Yeah, I was fangirling a little bit. OMG! It's Gal Ripken. Get, get the phone, quick. That's him right there. I'm sorry, I got that in me. I... That's for a man, a human. But right right here, I'm, I'm almost done. Right here, right now, in this moment, is it's God with us. Not up there. Not up hidden, but with the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. Oh, is with us. Didn't require some kind of campaign donation to get him here. Didn't require some kind of big fee to pay him to come. In fact, the only thing that was necessary to get him to come was just to begin to give him the one thing he loves so much. And that is praise and worship. Because he says, if you will do that, I will make my dwelling place among you. And so in this room right right now is not an Emmy award winner it's not a Nobel Peace Prize winner, it's not a Grammy winner, it's not any of those other natural accomplishments but the very one who said let there be light and there was light is in this place right now, the very one that put the stars and the sun and the moon and the planets in orbit, God God is with us. God, 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 God is with us, us, us. We we went down. To, I don't. We've never done it as a family, and why we did it, why we picked the one of the coldest nights of the years to do it. I have no idea, but a week ago, Friday, we went to D.C. to go see the national Christmas tree. Walk around that tree and sitting right there in the distance, a driver away, is the White House where the president the United States dwells. But there are fences. There are barricades. If you've ever been there in the past, in the distant past, and you go back now, roads that you used to drive right in front of the White House grounds are now blocked off and no longer sometimes are they just blocked off to vehicles, but they now are, at least at certain times, blocked off. I, I've stood at the fence before. I've stood at that black wrought iron fence before, where right there, there was nothing else but a lawn between me and the White House. I've stood there and after a few moments recognized the guy that was standing over in the trees, not moving checking all of us out if I had some kind of need that I felt like the president could help me with and decided I'm going for it (laughs) not here to do any harm Not trying to hurt anybody. I need something from him. We stood outside the fence. And a week ago we stood not only outside the fence but across the street behind barricades. He was there. But he wasn't with us. And if I needed him I could not get to him. But this morning, in this sanctuary, there are no secret service, there is no fences. There are no blocked off roads for you to have to overcome to get to him. Because he is not far from us. He said if you would just feel after me. If you would just reach for me. You will find out that I am right there. Because it is God with us. oh i'm not talking about an emotion with this statement but the presence of the lord is in this place right now god with us for unto us for unto us i wish somebody right now would say you may not say it out loud but at least in your heart in your mind not just god with us but god with me god with me come on the Holy Ghost is in this place right now come on I'm not even ready to give an altar call some of you just need to respond whether you get out of your seat or whatever that's between you and Jesus but right now God is with us for unto us for unto you and unto me Wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father and prince of peace for us, for us. The psalmist said, this is an exact quote, it's a paraphrase, but the psalmist said, when I, when I look at the work of your hands, when I look at everything you've done, what is man that you are mindful of him? But not only are you mindful of him, you visited him. You came to where he was. You met him where he was. Do, do, do you, oh, just It's it just, I don't mean because of, I don't mean, I, I, I just, I don't think it's quite. With. 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 In the Old Testament, there was a tabernacle. And in that tabernacle, there was a holiest of holies. Where the Ark of the Covenant was. That's where God was. If you saw the tabernacle, you knew God was there. But on the day that Jesus died the Bible says the veil of the temple was torn and no longer was God confined to a house that a man built. But now it's God with with What are you going through right now? What are you going through right now? God is with you. What trouble is going on in your life right now? God is with. You didn't come here to find God. You didn't come here to get God. When you got out of your bed this morning, God was with you. When you got in the car this morning to come, God was with you. When you walked in this building, He wasn't just in this sanctuary, He was with you. God, with, with. No, sometimes if I look at my circumstances and what I'm going through, I begin to question, God, where are you? Of my circumstances. Do not determine whether or not God is with me. Because he said, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. So no matter what the circumstances are, it's God with us. Heads bowed and eyes closed if you would. Some of you are responding, but... Perhaps somebody needs to go a little bit further with your response and maybe you feel the tug and the need right now to step out of your seat down to this altar as a demonstration of you reaching out to say, God, I need you with me. You said, for unto us you were being born. Unto us a son was being given. And I need that today, God. I need once again to know that you are not far from me. You are not at a distance from me. You are not separated from me. But God is with me. Emmanuel, Emmanuel, God, God with, God with. In the name of Jesus, church, would you be sensitive to the Holy Ghost right now, please? If you're not responding or needing to respond for yourself, would you you please be sensitive to the Spirit of the Lord right now? You know as well as I do, sometimes the way God helps somebody know that He's with them is by using us to demonstrate that. So if you don't need this for yourself right now, would you please be a conduit that the Lord can use to help somebody else to know God God with us whatever my background in life is it's God with me whatever my demographics are it's God with me Whatever location I may be in right now, literally or figuratively, it's God with me. No matter what I'm dealing with in my life, it's God with us. For unto us, for unto us, For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. Unto us is given a wonderful counselor. Unto us is given a mighty God. Unto us is given an everlasting father. And unto us is given the prince of peace. You are not a God that is distant and far. You are not a God who is removed from us. You are not a God sitting on a throne up in heaven looking down on your subjects. You are not a God who is sitting in your guarded palace protected from those in your kingdom but you are a God who is with us when I'm on the mountaintop and I'm experiencing celebrations and victories and wonderful things you are God with us but when I'm in the middle of the valley of the shadow of death when I am overcome by trials and tribulation when there is difficulties all around me you are God with me he has come for, us, Messiah, born to give for unto us, life. for unto us, born to for unto us. us, for unto us is born, for unto us, us is born a savior. Unto us is born a Savior. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I don't have to earn you. I don't have to achieve something special to gain you. As a sinner, you were born unto us. For us as sinners, you were given to us. In the name of Jesus, God, I pray that somebody would leave this place today with a fresh new revelation and understanding of you with us. You with us, God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Born, born to give us, born to give us life. Thank you, Lord. If you need to go, you're welcome to go. If someone around you is still praying, please be mindful, respectful of that. If you have a child in Sunday that was in Sunday school, there's coats, jackets on the back row of the sanctuary. So, if your child wore a jacket this morning, you can get it back there.